Simple Life Together, Episode 79, Still Simplifying After All These Years, Part 2. Hi, and welcome back to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. And welcome back to Part 2. This is the... This is the reunion tour, uh, the Hayes reunion tour, uh, an update of our lives and uh, our simplicity journey um, after like a three-year hiatus. Yes, it's been a long time. So we left off um, with the last show uh, talking about our move to from San Antonio, Texas to East Aurora, New York. Living in a little 40-square-foot teardrop camper. And that was challenging, but uh, we made it through. And I think that's where we left off. We were still living in the teardrop camper, 40 square feet, December, Buffalo, New York, doors freezing, open or shut. (laughs) All right, so um, another question that we get asked a lot is, um, we wanted to build a smaller house. So let's talk a little bit about um, how we designed the house. And and how that house ended up. Right. So for a long time, we well for a while when we decided to move, we were talking about a thousand square foot home or less. That was kind of the ideal that we thought would be the ideal. When we moved into the apartment, and I believe we mentioned this on the episode that we did three years ago in the apartment. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because you were like, "There is no way." For me, yes, I can do. It. But with a wife, a daughter, and two dogs, there's no way we're going to live in yes. a thousand square feet or less. So we opted for a little bit bigger. However, it's not cluttered, of course. So if you, you've been listening to the show for a while, uh, you t- hear us talk about different stats of uh, the typical American home builds. Um, you know, in the in the nineteen early nineteen fifties, the average uh, house was about nine hundred square feet, yep. and then um, um, that has grown to uh, contemporary homes being built are about twenty six hundred square feet, mm-hmm. and yet the number of occupants has dwindled. So uh, per capita, I think we have about five times the space that we um, have had traditionally, right. and. Um, we knew that we were not going to build a 2,600 square foot home. And that's the average. Uh, Of course, there are many that are much larger. But we did definitely go over our um, 1,000 square feet. As a matter of fact, our previous home was 1,800 square feet. Mm -hmm. And um, when we built this one, because because of the lot constraints that we had, we had to build in, in certain ways. And so I have to take the hit. I was the one who designed the house, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And so we would talk, and then I would kind of draw a picture, and I'd take it back to you. You would you'd put your spin on it. I'd go back. I'd come up with a new idea, bring yeah, it back to you. Even before that, we would talk about what is it that we love. We like, we like that we have open kitchen. We like open layout. We like open space. What we don't like is not having enough, like, built-in storage or things that don't make sense, you know, um, whether it's the way a door opens into a space or a wide enough door so you can move around. We were thinking about aging in place. There was a lot of things that we had thought about in the past but tried to keep it on a simple level, but that made sense. So we're incorporating some, here's what I'd like to have. Um, 
and here's what Dan liked to have, here's what we had, we kind of hammered out from the different homes that we lived in that we didn't like or we did like. And then from there, with the lot restrictions, Dan just started really with PowerPoint, just putting cubes here and there and making it work. And then it really did a fantastic job. And it, as much as I, I love the, the layout of our, our home in Texas, that was a very, um, uh, from a spatial perspective, a spatially economical home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also a ranch-style home, and you, we could never fit that house on this lot here the way that it's situated. We only have a 60-square-foot, or 60-linear-foot frontage on our, on our property. Yeah. It goes about 172 feet back, but that's measured from the center of the road. So, and then there's, and then there's uh, offsets that, you know, uh, building restrictions where you can't, the primary structure can't go within you know, five feet, feet or ten yeah. feet. You know, and then there has to be a, it has to be a certain percentage of the lot. Um, so we had to go one and a half stories. We couldn't do um, a ranch or a you know one story, one story home. Yeah. And so when you do that, it um, actually costs a little bit of um, of square footage for stairwells and and yeah. then hallways sure. and things like that. And uh, so, you know, I had always said, and I've talked about it in old, very old episodes of the show, I always loved the old, like, Sears, 19-teens, 1920s Sears bungalow, bungalow. kit homes. Mm-hmm. I, I love bungalows. I love uh, the kit home approach. Um, of course, some of those were huge. Some of them were small. Um, but I tried to incorporate, I looked through an awful lot of plans, and I tried to incorporate a lot of the things that the bungalow kit homes would uh, uh, include. Mm-hmm. And um, th- some of those things where we couldn't incorporate exact bungalow uh, style and aesthetics, we incorporated bungalow philosophy as far as the build was concerned. Um, we mentioned in very early shows when we talked about uh, a sense of place how we wanted a large front porch. We wanted to have the, the porch to be essentially our um, our summertime living room. Yeah. And so we we did do a very large front porch, and we um, uh, it's f- like forty a forty foot long porch in the front and about ten <laughs> feet deep. Yeah. And so it's a it's a huge front porch. The porch makes the house look much bigger than it right. does. Right, it does. And so the funny part about that is, yeah, I just wanted a front porch. I just wanted a front porch. Dan gave me a big front porch. <laughs> but it was designed, like, because you know, when you're sitting on a front porch, sometimes you, you can't set your seating to where you can walk around somebody easily. You always stand up or whatever. But you're like, I want it a little bit deeper. I want that porch to come out 10 feet, not just you yeah. know six or eight. And, and, the, and so he really put so much thought into it. Um, but that porch is like a second living room to us, especially when the weather's great. Yeah. And I joked that, yeah, I just want a little porch, but you know, Dan went crazy. I'm, a, you know, I'm spoiled. <laughs> but it just, it does make the house look bigger. And the other thing too is that we don't have like railing on it. No. It's almost like a farmhouse porch where there's you just step up onto it. Uh, but it has these big pillars. The pillars make it just look substantial. They're big, like craftsman style pillars with yes. a, with a rock base. You know, like fieldstone base, and then 
classic craftsman tapered white pillars that go up and they're supported with timber frame. One of my clients uh, back in San Antonio was Texas Timber Frames and I I worked with them for a while and my uh, buddy Josh, who we were in the military together, he worked for Texas Timber Frames and together we designed the, the front porch and so we actually designed it and had, and built, had it built down in San Antonio and had it the truck, timbers, yeah. the timbers and trucked up here. And so we have, you know, some of the timbers are um, eight inch by 12 inch um, uh, Douglas fir timbers. And uh, so it really looks impressive. And then there's a big copper gas lamp hanging from there with the gets on all the time. And, and that just it looks pretty beautiful um it's a beautiful looking home um but it did turn out more square footage than we expected so so bottom line is we we ended up all said and done at right at 2200 square feet so almost double than what we initially wanted but still smaller than it feels smaller to me funny when you look at the house it looks bigger from the outside but it feels a little bit smaller only because we have half a story above us right. so and then of course we got the stairwells that take up different space but yet it's i know i sound like i'm contradicting myself it feels smaller than our past homes of 1800 square feet where it was but it's still an open layout so it right. still feels spacious it feels light well, inside because it's not it's you walk in and boom the living room's right there there's no formal living or dining area nope. we definitely didn't want that because we had that in the last two houses that's just not how we live we live in the kitchen around this this island, and the island is basically the centerpiece, of, and that's just yep. really where everything happens, especially when we have get-togethers. The family, we just eat around the island, but we also have a custom um, dining table that Dan made. Uh, it's a, a little baguette. baguette. Yep. Yeah, so it's a table that you made, um, ha- made the entire thing. It's beautiful. Gosh, post pictures. But, but Dan just wanted some handmade stuff, things that just fit you know, our lifestyle. We had this baguette, and... So we eat there. We eat our family dinners there at night, but we also have. But everything is open to the living room is open right into yeah. the banquet area, which is open right into the li- the um, the kitchen area. So it's not as big it seems to me as our last house, but at the same time, I mean, I know it's bigger, but it's because it's we had to move up half a story. Right. You know, the bedrooms are up top. You know, well, up another bedrooms. thing that we we have in this one that we didn't have in the other one is. Um, <clears throat> Because of the weather, we talked about enjoying the weather. We have a mud room, so you come into a yes. mud room, and there's where you hang your coats. And so we have brick floors in the mud room that go all the wrap all the way around the outside. So we have an external hallway, um, uh, external to the to the main living area, not external to the house. But yeah. you know, it goes wraps around the perimeter of the side of the house. So it connects the front door and the mud room door in the back. Then it's all connected with uh, herringbone brick. Um, so either door you come in and your boots are snowy or muddy or whatever. Right, because I wanted wood floors. I think it could bring such warmth to a house. But that snow and ice and, and muddy, wet feet and boots can just destroy right. your, your wood floors. But we have this nice brick that just outlines from door to door. So either way you come in, you take off your boots there and then you can walk wherever you want after that. So... Was a great design. I love that. So we said the porch is really the, the halfway. It's the halfway point yeah. between public and private. So um, we sit on the porch. We see all our neighbors uh, 
for the first year and a half we were here, we would see the mayor of yeah. the village every day. The mayor would be walking by with his uh, this old German Shepherd police dog, and the mayor would stop and talk, and our dogs would Great. go sniff their do- his dog and, <laughs> and all that stuff. But we see all our neighbors. We talk to all our neighbors out on the front porch. We have get-togethers out there on the front porch. Yeah. And then we have a, a back porch, which is where we are now, and this is actually enclosed. It's like a, a traditional craftsman-style sleeping porch where we can put up a cot. We have a fireplace here. And originally, this was not enclosed. Uh, that was the plan all along. I just finished it up this uh, summer, so I made all the windows, made the door, uh, laid the, entire, the brick. Yeah, he put up the walls himself. He built every single window, installed every window pane, made the what is it? The um, transom trim, windows, the transom windows, and the trim. I mean, everything. He built this beautiful maple, uh, um, walnut. yeah, black walnut door. Himself, I mean, Dan has really honed his craftsmanship being here, and it's interesting because this is kind of the home of the craftsmen or arts and crafts movement um, when it comes to bungalows and simple design and stuff like that. So it's just fitting that we're here and he's drawn to it, but it's it is stunning. So this is more of an intimate space, more of a private space, and this is where Dan wants. He wanted it simple too. Yeah, it wasn't simple getting there, and we've talked about that stuff in the past. When it comes to simplicity, sometimes the journey's not always easy. But to get to simplicity and be like, okay, I'm out here. All I need is I got my firewood, I got these simple chairs, I got this, I'm set. And he wants this to be a place where you can just relax and contemplate. And it's it's a little bit more private, whereas the front, again, is a little bit more public. open. You're saying hi to every single neighbor that walks by. And yep. Everybody here walks, <laughs> so it's awesome. We've met so many people here. We sure have. Matter of fact, we met people that took interest in the house and... This home was actually on, they do, we were talking about community in the last episode, part one, and how they're always into just volunteer work and different community events that go on. Well, they do a community event here. There's a senior center, right? Is it the senior center? And they raise money for... um, The senior daycare. Senior daycare. So, um, anyway, what they do, they have this annual tour of homes. So they pick different homes from the village for people to buy a ticket for, and they get to tour each one of those homes. And ours was, they asked for us to be on their tour of homes, and um, we got a lot of feedback on how they said, it looks like it's been here. It looks new, but it fits so well in the village, which is what Dan wanted. He didn't want this big, you know, different house that was maybe an eyesore or whatever. But they also said it's so simple (laughs) but beautiful you know what I mean like it was just and then the organization bit too we tied a lot of that stuff in there people were like how did you think about all this stuff well we thought about it for a few years we thought about it for a couple years but it's different when you when uh, when simplicity and organization is a core of your life Mm -hmm. it's not just something that you you know you you clip something out of a magazine because it looks cool Mm -hmm. it doesn't work it doesn't work but when you really embrace Especially as a as a married couple, and or as a family, when you embrace simplicity all together, and that's not always the case um, with a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're all in the same boat, it's amazing how far you can take it, mm-hmm. and taking it to the point where um, we did an episode a long time ago about how how when you put parameters and constraints on things, that can be a very good thing. You know, so we our closets are only a certain size, nope. and I don't want to get, I don't want to have, 
more clothes than that. You know, our we, bathroom. Our, our master bathroom, bathroom is not a typical brand new custom build. No. master bath. It is small. It's, it's beautifully than appointed, but it's smaller. Yeah, it's smaller than our. It's smaller than our apartment one, I think. But yep. it's designed well. We're not crawling over one another. Nope. Um, as a matter of fact, our the the builder that we picked to build the home, um, we let him bring potential clients through, and he's always pointing out things that we told them to do <laughs> that they were scratching their head that they were scratching their head they didn't get it at first and then once it's all together they understood like like we wanted the um, um, the controls for the shower at one end but the but the faucets at the other end and they they're like well no the faucets the controls usually go right on the shower head it's like no because then you're reaching in you're turning it on and then you're getting sprayed with cold right. water you know <laughs> and they're like well, yeah okay oh, yeah that okay, makes yeah, sense that so makes sense. so they did it and now they show everybody that yeah. and um yeah. so and there's you know things like the brick the brick floors are like who's gonna why would you put why would you put brick floors in your your yeah. house nobody does that yeah well, it worked out. Now it's been requested. They said they've built three homes with people wanting yep. brick. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, we we have we know what we like, yeah. and we know the reason we like it, and it's not just style and finish. It because we're in tune with what how we operate, the way we live. And I always, when I used to work with my uh, older clients, it's like, well, tell me how you live, though. I can I can organize anything all day long, but if it's not gonna fit the way you live. It's, it, it won't last a week. Well, yeah. and I think the key is that we actually talk about it with one another. Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't. A lot of people, uh, you know, they'll, um, they, have a, they have a what they want in mind, yeah. but they don't um, share it with their, with their spouse. And there's times that Dan and I disagree. Oh, my gosh, can you believe it? There are a lot of times that we disagree. But, but then you come around. Together. Yeah, I was, yeah, right. <laughs> that was true. I do. He sometimes his ideas take a while for me to you know, for it to sink in. Um, but then there's been a couple things that I'm like, well, this is what I want. Just trust me on it. I used to do this for a living. Just trust me. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay, all right, it works. But um, but yeah, we really thought things out. I mean. It, Case in point, if you have a chance, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you have a chance to redo your kitchen, have pull-out drawers <laughs> for your cabinets. Just a lot of drawers. Yeah. You can't yeah. see them. Just open cabinets. You have to reach in and move stuff around. But just drawers. We have drawers. It just makes life so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, anyway, we, it's, um, yes, back to the original part about the home. It's, uh, it's a little bit bigger, but it doesn't feel... It we, feels open, but it doesn't feel huge. We don't feel it full of stuff. That's the biggie. And then we, because we like the yeah. room, but we like the margin of the room. It's like that painting that has the mat around the outside, yeah. that kind of the mat, the empty space highlights yeah. the, the puts your focus on what's important. And that's what the empty space in our home does. And go ahead, do you want just, just, just the other day, a neighbor, uh, we watch her daughter in the morning, uh, a couple days a week, or two, my, our daughter and, um, her daughter walked to school together three days a week. And anyway, she was coming over to drop something off, and she just said, you know what, I have been meaning to ask you this. Now, we've known this neighbor for several years, but here in this home for almost three, she's like, how is it every time I come in here, like nothing looks like it's out of place? And let me just preface this with, Dan and I, never, we're not, we're, 
we're not obsessive about the house. It's just that when we're done with stuff, we just kind of clean as we go. When we're done with the project, we just put something back. But she was just dumbfounded. She's like, how is it? And I go, well, and it goes back to the organizing bit, and it goes back to not having routines. a lot of clutter. Routines. Uh, we have a home for everything, and we don't have a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, we just did a big uh, Goodwill or you know uh, donation run just last week, got rid of a bunch of stuff. We were constantly editing. And I tell you what, you remember the edit and forget it challenge? I know Dan and I had that. Even We did that before we moved, and then we would have... We did it twice in edit and forget it. It was, I think, 2013 and 14. Mm-hmm. When we, 15 when we moved. When we moved, uh, we 16 when we moved. But, oh, yeah, 15 because we moved just yep. the apartment, yep. but also edited some more. And then when we got here, I know... It's a constant thing. It's, it is constant, but it is... And then, yes, yeah, stuff comes in, but I, I don't know. We, I think we do. We just... Is a great, just a great way to live. It's but it's, just, it's just like any other hygiene. You just don't do it once. Right. You need to do, you need to do a little bit every day, right? <laughs> or else you start to lose friends. <laughs> it's the same with simplifying and editing. Oh, sunshine! She was so excited the other day. She was like organizing one of her drawers in the bathroom, and uh, she said, "Look, mommy, look what I did." I said, "That's awesome." She's like, "Look how quickly I did." I go, "That's great." The hard part is maintaining it, though. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, "What?" I go. Try to keep it that way for a week. Let's see how you do. She's like, why? I go, yeah. Just put stuff away when you're done using it. Just put it back. We're cleaning up at night. And she's just like, <sighs> she's preteen. She's yeah. she's starting to. <laughs> yeah. So um, a couple other things on the house. Uh, we left we left projects, some projects undone. Yes. And some of them are still undone. And that would probably drive some people crazy. But that's... Yeah. Uh, it's part part of what we have come to f- learn about ourselves is that we um, we need to trust our future selves to be yes. able to um, answer questions that we don't have a good answer for right now. Yeah. Or we know we may know we want something in a certain spot, but we don't know exactly how it's going to be. One of those areas that we designed into the home, the home, and we went over a year without was um, our drop zone area for when we come in the house. Yes. And then I built that. And now it's something that we use every day. I can't even remember it not being there anymore, right. you know? Right, and then um, there was the, the mudroom and building. Yeah. yeah. We just had a temporary shelves in there. Then you built that out. Uh, it was just a matter of, I remember you saying, like, let's just live in the space and see how we really want it to be. Right. Uh, we had a couple different ideas for the banquet area, too. And it was like, okay, let's just wait and figure how things are going to work. There's another area that we had where we're going to have a standing desk that totally got changed into something completely different, yep. you know? And uh, because we realized that we don't really need a standing desk here. We don't really need this here. We just, our lifestyle has changed. You know, like you said, we had different occupations in the past and different requirements, things that we needed, a little bit different here. Yep. So, yeah. And I thought it was really wise to do that. Didn't you say there was a university that did that where they... They built a they built a, a portion of the campus and then they didn't put any sidewalks in for a year and then they looked to see where the paths were, and then they put the sidewalks in. Which is usually where people that's the, the, way the quickest go. path <laughs> from A to B. What's yeah. the fastest point? Yeah. The quickest way to get there? Usually in the diagonal, not perfectly. Right. right Shortest right. distance between two points is yeah. straight line. Right. So. So as far as uh, the other things on the house, um, some of the green aspects of it uh, that were that was part of our list was uh, for building. Um, we did some nice spray foam insulation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we uh, have we haven't built our garage yet. We uh, poured the pad, but we have that. Uh, we have an orientation there to put some solar panels on if we want to. Okay. And um, the um, the other thing that we really did, uh, as far as uh, you said, you wanted to make sure we had a lot of light because of the like seasonal affective disorder when you lived yes. in Germany. Mm -hmm. And so we have like a terminating vistas theory with all of the windows. So every in every direction you look, you either look out a window or you see a portion of a window that draws you around. Mm -hmm. So even on the grayest day here, the house is just flooded with light. I can't think of one area in the house where you don't see a window. No, even in the, even in the bathrooms, which yes. don't have any light, we have um, the solar tubes that have the, the natural light reflected down through the roof. I can't think of any view, except for if you're in a closet. Yep. But there is a window. Which cuts down on your, you know, our space to hang art or anything. But you know what? We, we don't, don't have hang, a lot of yeah. it. We don't have a lot of that stuff. We don't even hang a lot of personal pictures up. We just like it very, very simple. I just like the walls being plain because they're a lot of them are shiplap. To me, that's just decorative in and of itself. Yeah. The trim around the windows, which we designed, are just simple and beautiful. It yeah. gives enough depth. I mean, there's not. There's interest, in, and that's one thing we talked about when we're building homes. Like, I want the the architecture of the home and the built-ins to to be the art itself. To give it depth, yeah. exactly. Uh, we don't need a whole, and if we yeah. do, it's just one piece. And it was so yeah. so funny. I went in to pick the trim from the specialty trim place, <laughs> and they mill all their own trim. And they said we have three thousand different profiles of trim, and looked through all through it, and we're like, no. We don't like any of these, <laughs> and so we had to, we had our own trim milled, and then as soon as it was done, and our uh, the trim guy put it all up, the the they've had requests. They actually have that as a new trim line, and it's like they're one of their most requested trim lines now, <laughs> you know, which is so funny. So it was just you just had that effect, Dan. Yeah, that's how it is. That's just awesome. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what else do we want to talk about with the house. I mean, I don't know what anybody. Oh, can so the camp. Well, I think I think we're pretty much done with the house. If anybody has any specific questions, they can email us. Yeah, I, um, I think when it comes to the house overall, you were inspired by the simplicity of like the craftsman movement and stuff like that, right. the bungalow lifestyle, um, keeping it open. You know, the porch, just different things like that. So, um, which I think is kind of a beautiful thing to try to make it a part of the village and the history here, but also our lifestyle. We like simplicity. And then the kind of a, a nice unexpected part about this is that being a little bit frugal too, and we had a budget and there's a lot of things that got cut before yeah. the uh, before we actually moved in and we had to finish things. But it ends up being more beautiful than we even anticipated. Yeah. And um, an unattended thing was, I think Dan has really just grown with his passion and uh, your craftsmanship really with just the woodworking that you do and it's really neat to say yeah Dan made that Dan made that Dan made that and yeah. it's unique and it's beautiful and um but but everything that it comes down to for Dan is simplicity mm -hmm. it's like okay and he comes sometimes and tell me if I'm wrong but you'll come up with this great idea and they're like it just needs to be simple yeah and he might have all these different moving pieces it's like no I want it simple I want it simple and so Getting there is a little bit of a, you know, trial, I guess. But once you get to it, you're like, it always comes down to, I want it to be simple. Right. But yet, 
be permanent, have a sense of right. permanence, or people just get that it, it was made by hand, or yeah. You know, the, so I have an example of that actually here in the. So when we were building the, um, the back in the sleeping porch, where now we're now we're sitting in front of the fireplace. And there's a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, who I've probably quoted a few times on the, on, on the show in the past. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is from him. And it basically has to do with um, having, having the guts to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, um, uh, on our mantle, it's about f- five inches thick of black walnut and carved in the front is the qu- a quote by Emerson that says, God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. And then it says, dash, Emerson at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, another quote that was is really one of my favorite quotes, and I used it on the show all the time, yeah. was by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry that says, perfection is achieved not when there is nothing more to add, but when there is nothing left to take away. And so I had I had both of those carved into black walnut one was going to be on the top mantle and one was going to be on the front of the hearth and i struggled so much when i was making them because i wanted i wanted that emerson quote on the mantle but the exuberi quote seemed on the front of the hearth now it seemed like there was two quotes competing with one another Mm -hmm. and that second quote said Perfection's achieved not when there's nothing more to add, but when there's nothing left to take away. Ironically, I had to take away that quote, which I love so much, because I think it would have been a little bit too much irony. It would have been the irony of the fire, the ironic fireplace. So, um, but sometimes it takes me sitting and thinking and contemplating for a while. That's what I do best. I stall. No, no, I, but I do. I give things a lot of thought. Yeah, you too. <laughs> and um, was there anything else that you had wanted to add about the house? You know, not necessarily about the house. Um, no, I think uh, there's really not much more to to talk about. I think we've talked. We've hit on a lot of different things. I think. I think the big thing is, we felt kind of guilty about the house being bigger until we realized. And again, a friend of ours, Robin, um, she was. Uh, when I was telling her my struggle with building a bigger home, she says, I have a bigger home, and I love it. I just don't have it filled with stuff. She's like, I like the space. Yep. I just don't like feeling closed in, though. Right. And you don't feel that here. We just no. don't have a lot. So I think we've achieved that, and that we are still, it, it is at our core. Like Dan's already said a few times that simplicity is still... And of course, simplicity doesn't mean boring and plain or whatever. Um, but uh, and it's going to be different for everybody. We've said that over and over again. But I really feel like we've done well. Done well. Okay, I want to wrap it up with a couple, uh, uh, one point, but a couple examples um, as far as the space is concerned. So at least once a week, I have wing day over here. Yeah. All right. So I have brothers and sisters, nephews, nieces come over for for chicken wings all right because it's buffalo it's the law right <laughs> so um so they come over for a wing day and so we'll have 15 20 people around the island and, and in the kitchen area 
and that's not a problem at all. No. The house just absorbs that easily. Yeah. And then uh, in the summertime, you mentioned that we had um, a baby shower here where we had 60 or 70 people, yeah. uh, neighbors, last minute, you know, I mean, with a couple days' notice. Yeah. And that was even before the back porch was done. But between the, the kitchen and the living room and the front porch and the back porch, people were, it was no problem at all. And then when my father passed away, um, we had a memorial service for my um, uh, my mom passed away f- uh, a few years before, and they wanted to have a memorial service together, and it, it would have been on their um, 69th anniversary. And so uh, we had a memorial service for both of them, and then we had the after party here. We're Irish. We have to party after, <laughs> after a memorial service. So we had um, at least at least 70 people here for right. that and more than that even and and it was nothing it was no, and, and it was comfortable it wasn't crowded and it doesn't depend on the weather we have enough room on the back porch front porch is covered yes. and the house for people to enjoy themselves and but yet it's not like they're in a banquet hall either absolutely and it's exa- and it's also something that we wanted we had pl- put planning into that you said right. how do we want our life to look well, we want family involved. We want right. to be able to host family at our house because we knew that the family that is in the area, some of the houses are smaller right. and wouldn't be able to accommodate um, gatherings. And uh, and we're happy to do that. And, right. and, but that was something that was very important to us is to be able to host comfortably. And, and we do it, no problem. And I think people enjoy coming over too. They yeah. feel comfortable. And, and with most of the, uh, the different aspects of the home, you, you always ask the, the same thing you would ask a client when it's done. How do you want it to look, feel, and function? And so we thought we talked about all those things for each aspect of the home as we were designing it and then going through the execution of building it. Yeah, so, so yeah, we exercise. Yeah, we walk the walk. <laughs> we talk, yeah. talk, walk the walk too. So, so now the big bombshell the camper. Oh, I forgot it. Yeah, so we did a bombshell early with my going back to school. Yeah. For one, now this is, yeah, so. So, you know, everybody who's listened to a lot for a while knows how much we loved our teardrop camper, and we still do. It was Dan's idea. He got me on board with it, because usually his big, grandiose ideas, I have to, it takes me time to absorb, but then I, yeah. I trust him, and then we go for it, and uh, I'm a lucky woman, he's a lucky man, <laughs> that I'm like, okay, let's do it. I think I fell in love with that more than you did. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think you did. You, be because you're an experienced person. You love the experiences. Yes. So, but after seven months of living in it, yep. and then moving into the house, and then realizing that we're down in Texas, we use that year-round all the time. Um, we just, we didn't have a garage to store it in here. We would have been paying for storage. Yeah. Um, and we only would really feasibly yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd feasibly only be able to use it about five months out of the year, six months out of the year yeah. comfortably. And, and, and we would usually use it to get away from a, from a area we didn't want to be in. Yeah. And now we're in an area we want to be in. Yeah. We still want to travel and all that stuff. So bottom line is we, we um, put the camper up for sale. We got a great price for it. We know it went to a family who, absolutely needed it yes. and uh and i hope that they're enjoying it um and it felt as 
it felt very good to um, to know that it was going to a good family. And to me, as much as I loved it, uh, I I have you know me, I get kind of binary with things. I was like, okay, it's just stuff. We said that about what to do. The episode we talked about, what would you do if your house is on fire? What five things would you grab? Right. And we're all like, everything else is just stuff. Yeah. And as much as I loved the camper, and I would buy one tomorrow again. Um, I, when it came time to let it go, it was like, okay, we made the decision. Let's let it go. And, and it went to a good family. And I, I felt cried. good about it. I you cried. I cried a lot over it. Yeah. Because there was just so many dreams wrapped up in it. Things that we did do. Yeah. A lot, a lot more than we planned to do. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, or something that we planned to do and, and, and something that we didn't. And it's just, I just loved it. But, um, it took me a little bit longer to recover from it. Yeah. But it was definitely the right thing for us to do. Absolutely. And now I don't, I don't have any regrets about yeah. it. It's just, uh, I do miss it. I miss our camper. Yeah. So, but we'll be back out there again someday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a big one. Um, so, any other major topics that no, you can think of? For- no. I mean, we were a single car family for oh, a year. Oh, that's and a good one. Yeah, so that's what so, I was kind of stalling on. I was like, okay. But. So yeah, so before we left San Antonio, we got hit with a major hailstorm. Um, it pretty much totaled my. Uh, I had a, a Tacoma that we really loved, yeah. but we had always uh, kind of tap danced around with being a, a one car family, and um, that gave us an opportunity to be a one car family for. About a year and a half, yeah, I think. it was a while. So, um, uh, yeah, so we were, and we probably would still be if you weren't going to school. Um, I mean, it was really intensive for you, and it just left me without a vehicle altogether. Right. When it was only like three days a week, that was one thing. But, but when I was going to school every day, that was where it was yeah. tough. And I go to school, um, it's a 30 to 40 minute drive away from here, yeah. so it was, it's a distance. So it's not like I can just come back and give yeah. you a car or whatnot, but, uh, so yeah, we ended up, uh, but that was really, that was a good test for us, too. Yeah, test. Because yeah. we're like, hey, we're in this walkable village, where can we, and we did make things work, we ride our bikes and going for walks, Dan really, uh, it makes you really schedule and plan things out, and Yeah. it was great, but then it was like, got to a point where school got intense. <laughs> Yeah. There are a lot, and uh, you know, freedom back. You so. you really sparked my memory though. One of the things I did want to talk about is my uh, my walking habit in San Antonio, and I've just been able to really continue that here. Just even though the weather is can be challenging, and there's times in the winter when I don't walk, it's just yeah. too too much. But I but I get out and I ski, cross country ski. Um, but as far as fitness and so forth is concerned. Last year was a great year for me. I yes. lost a I lost a bunch of weight, about forty pounds, um, yes. forty forty five pounds. Um, and you got in great shape too. Some people around us. We should have been doing uh, keto and intermittent fasting. I think it's mostly the intermittent it fasting is. that does it. But keto was really the the kickstart. Um, but um, so that has made a huge yeah. You're going on almost difference. a year of that. Which a year is- of that. Yeah. And, and don't even see any signs of changing that anytime no. soon. No. Nope, Sometimes I look in the mirror and I forget it's me and I almost ask myself out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating on yeah. you. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, oh, it's a new man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
know, but uh, so that was a big because people have asked about you know lifestyle stuff, and so. but I, th- I think that really kind of wraps up all the major topics that come to mind. I didn't have anything written down. You have a couple of notes. Do you see anything that... You know, I'm looking through just... Um, it looks like we hit on on everything. I think the biggest thing is just that uh, we, simpl- we just have been able to, through simplifying and, you know, and organizing and looking at that life plan and we have been able it's actually been beyond what i imagined us yeah. to be able to do it's really had just such a wonderful effect have there been challenges absolutely there's been some challenges um mostly just trying to you know with school and uh, but i have to say because we have such a simple lifestyle um that dan and i have organized enough to know what one of the other is doing whatever my roles i had to give up a few of my roles because i couldn't keep up with them in the in the home Dan took that stuff on, you know, and, um, but we're, again, we're a good team, um, but I think that has to do with just when you organize and you have routines, it's easy for the other person to pick it up yep. and do it. Yeah. And so, uh, and the same thing happens when Dan is doing work or whatnot, I just pick up where he needs the help. And so, um, but I think overall, this is absolutely a wonderful place for us to, to move. Um, I, I wish we had more time to podcast. I mean, I kind of miss it, but um, it's just, I'm glad that we're finally doing uh, an update. An update, yeah. I definitely miss it. Yeah. I miss it a lot. I miss the interaction, the feedback. Yeah. Um, and it's also, a, it, it also served, you know, we, I, I do want to say this before we kind of uh, sign off here, um, that we do get a, a a lot of nice feedback still. We get occasionally uh, comments on Facebook. Um, we haven't had, nobody's commented on like iTunes or, or like that in, in a, a couple of years actually, which I, I got surprised on that. But you know, as we were going through this, there was times, there was probably dozens of comments from other countries that we didn't see on, oh. on their iTunes that recently I was able to find and tap into and remember that I read one um, that um, it was amazing it was an amazing comment um, that this 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 gal put on there about how um, I'm not going to pull it up and I'm not going to read it and I'm not going to say what country it's from but she did mention that she had struggled with mental health issues and especially um, listening to our podcast really help her sort out her life and I can't tell you how rewarding that is oh to my me. Gosh, yeah. You know, for um, uh, I mean, I'm not a big crier or anything, but when I read that and it was a long comment, that made me feel so good about because um, who are we? We were just a, a couple of people sharing our journey, um, and 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 you by listening and commenting and being engaged um, raised the bar for us to make sure that when we did put something out. We, we tried to make sure that it was accurate to the best of our, our knowledge and the best of our ability to research it, that it was something that we could stand by and that we've tested. Um, and uh, there may have been a couple times when we, when we fell short on that and we kind of went with a fad or, or a trend or something like that. We were just we were caught up in. But, but, uh, uh, but for the most part, we, were, we put a lot of effort into making sure that we 
We never endorsed anything that we didn't believe in or use. No. Um, we wanted to make sure it was quality as far as we, even yeah. producing the show. Just make sure it was you could listen and have access and all that stuff too. That it wasn't that it was good quality. Right. But, uh, yeah. We let that standard go for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all that being said, yeah. please yeah. forgive us for this. Yeah. And but <laughs> we usually have like a takeaway, and I don't yeah. know if there's many takeaways with this. Um, I think. Well, that's what I was kind of getting to. With the really the big takeaway is that when with with uh, two people who decided they wanted to simplify their lives more, and who were who um, uh, were on board at different levels with one another at different times and had different investments in the process. Uh, we came up with a plan together as, as partners in life on how we were going to go forward. We, um, we set down some, some, some rough goals, some specific goals that were based on our true beliefs as individuals and as, and as a couple and a family and our five pillars. And we set off on a plan. And Vanessa, you mentioned it earlier, um, that all those things that were going on uh, were all these major life events were occurring to us at once, and we handled them very well. It was tough, yeah. but we handled them very well. And we we came up when we had that plan. We executed that plan a year and a half before we thought we were going to be even come close. Even close, even earlier, I think. Yeah. Because that was just well. Let's see if we want to find a place to live in a year and a half, and then but we found it a year and a yeah. half early, and then it was like, well, maybe we'll build or something. It was. A lot faster. I mean, yeah. just things just happen if you're clear. If you're clear and you you work at it and you yeah. you take action, you make it happen, and then you got a little bit of the the big jump master in the sky looking out for you, yeah. and uh, it kind of goes to the quote up there: "The God will not have his work made manifest by cowards." Quote. Right. You know, the things aren't just going to happen unless you go out there and make them happen. You, and then I mean, once faith you, goes so far, but you know, you've got to you've got to do the work. Yeah. Once, once you have set your mind to something, yeah. the universe will move to try and make it happen. Yeah. Um, however you want to interpret that. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's what happened. I know that's what happened with us. And we are on, um, we are really on the, the beginning takeoff of a whole new journey and adventure. The whole while maintaining our, um, our commitment to live as simply as we can and to simplify more every day to stay well organized and to stay within those five pillars yeah, and in line with what's important to us yeah. and, and our family yeah, absolutely so as we kind of wrap up what is probably the final episode of simple life together um we oh. we may who knows we may come back for an update episode um down the road or if there's other major events um that we want to, that we feel called to um, uh, inform you about. We just, I think we both want to say thank you very much for Absolutely. tuning in. Um, this podcast has made me a better person, actually. I think yeah. a wiser person, a more um, just kind of aware of different things. It is, it was challenging, but um, the things that we did and were exposed to and learned, and people that we met and whatnot have just really. I don't know, just been a powerful force to where we are today. Yeah, it's so. very humbling. Very. Yeah. yeah. So, so I want to thank everybody out there. Yeah. And we love you. Yeah, we do. And we wish you the best as you go forward and and hopefully that you, you're able to put these things to use and um, enjoy your simple, simple life together. together.